0: Hey, 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 everyone! Welcome back to Spilling the G and T podcast. you are here with Bolo and Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. Who we're giving it anyway. That's right. Paula
1: has a performer. Hey,
0: and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Now we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race All, or All star Six. Six. So let's raise a glass or a bottle and start spilling G and T podcast. Quick. <laughs> I sort of love this because you know. Now let's raise a glass or a bottle. I I feel like you'll somehow manage to get a bottle into a glass. Like, <laughs> if you guys could see Tom's portion, that is—what a portion is there!
1: it's 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 a small glass of wine it's, it's a, small, it's a, it's a bottle in a glass like you you've you've gone for it you know how like people have like you know things on their desk that, that say kind of like you don't have to be mad to work here but, but it helps. helps well like <laughs> very very often if i'm emailing my colleagues like on a friday evening they're like oh you know just being friendly like oh you need a glass of wine tonight and the reply is almost always a 750 mil glass <laughs> And that's, and that's just, and that's the banter of the office. That's just psychiatrist banter. Welcome to the yeah. life of the we doctor love, zone. We love self-medicating with like legalized psychostimulants. You, you guys are so fun. You're so fun. Yeah, you know, which is crazy. It's a
0: highlight of your day, isn't it? <laughs>
1: I just told him about a 750ml
0: glass. I'm
1: I'm a comedian. I just use a 750ml glass line. Ha <laughs> <laughs> that wine's
0: cooking in oh, isn't really, really it is, with isn't that it?
1: stutter I know right <laughs> 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 that got to like number one on the comedy charts well done Pandora Is, it, is it, am I doing like am
0: I doing Pandora you're not <laughs> doing the face or am I doing Jan <laughs> womanizer woman womanizer Jan had to
1: defend that performance oh she, my god
0: bossa? okay let's talk about the social media round. Mm-hmm. so like first of all, like everyone knows the format. If you're brand new, this is the format. It's like uh-huh. a live viewing, okay? So we sit down, we have a drink mm-hmm. or a bottle in a glass, as Tom has chosen to do today. <laughs> we have a drink, we just we <laughs> chat, we chill. And we watch the show. People have described it as being like a viewing party. Like as like a viewing party, like yeah. we Imagine watch you're in the Roscoe's show, Chavon. and then we pause it. Um, around about we pause it a few times, like and then two we podcast segments. Yeah. yeah, so we watch it, we pause, then we talk about what we watched, mm-hmm. then we watch it again, pause, we talk about it. Some I guess more. the most
1: important thing is we always do our judging before the actual judging. Yes, because our we're the more important judges, frankly.
0: Absolutely, that's why you come here. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Mm. And, and also it's our way of not getting our thoughts diluted or yeah. our, you know, like we don't want to, hear someone say something and then repeat mm-hmm. it. I, I really don't like that. So yep. the reason I love doing it this way is that whether I say, whether what I say or what you say is right, wrong, mm-hmm. or good, bad, whatever, yeah. it's our own thought and, and it is what it is.
1: Yeah, it's undiluted, it's raw, it's unfiltered. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a
1: profile. Keep, keep it for That's the only like, fans.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a grinder profile. <laughs> raw, unfiltered. Mm. <laughs> so yes so talking about jan online uh we said last week i say we because i'm, pro- I'm sure it's just me and tom but you're, you're coming down with if i go down you're going down with me <laughs> but i i I said after watching jan's uh lip sync mm-hmm. that the girl cannot lip sync and the thing is there are certain types of performers who are great when they're given the choreography yeah who are great with a five six seven eight you can be the best dancer at. But there's some people who just can't freestyle and, you know... create a performance in the moment to a song some people just don't do that some people are actually quite scared of it. There's so many yeah. dancers I know who are phenomenal but when it's time to freestyle they just freeze they're like no they don't like doing it they they don't they would rather perform uh-huh. choreography that's, that's their comfort zone yeah. and I feel like Jan's kind of that kind of girl yeah, she's that girl her. I knew she was <laughs> you know she's that
1: girl we've seen her do fierce choreo time and time again like
0: on the same episode where she won because her the choreography and the lip-syncing mm-hmm. was amazing for Lady Gaga. So she was on this high. And that same episode, she killed herself. She, she shot herself in the foot. But, you know what? And it looked like she shot herself she, in the she foot. In because pain. that lip-sync was just... Uh, Madame Harley, like, you know, after the accident and he's, like, twi- uh, it's twitching not an right accident,
1: back. dear. He's, he's got Parkinson's, so we'll oh, leave <laughs> that there. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the, the... I meme, retract there. The meme... I apologise. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. We're not I getting cancelled. The, the meme there, of course, is um, that Stephanie's child, between them, have not won a lip sync yet. Mm? Rosé and Jan have not won a single lip sync. Oh. Rosé lost three lip syncs in her season and didn't win one bless her because she was never in the bottom two
0: that's right so she lost on the first episode mm-hmm. to who was it to la Larry?
1: no not la Larry. it was um
0: no it was the um
1: what? it was olivia yeah and how then did she... you know that i was doing olivia <laughs> it was olivia and then she lost to denali when she won the episode yes. with her. And then she lost to... To Condi.
0: In her defense, she had twisted her ankle. She had. She hurt. was recovering. Yeah. From there. But so, everyone is talking about Jan's bad lip sync. Mm-hmm. And like, I love the girl, but yeah, that was a, it wasn't, it wasn't a great performance. It was a
1: choice, I think. It was a choice that didn't pay oh,
0: off. Oh, choices. <laughs> choices were made. Choices. You don't have to love the girl. Mm. Anyway, so... She people online have been saying
1: um Brittany doesn't want to be free after seeing that performance or <laughs> Isn't that what they've been saying? That people have been saying that like Jan has derailed the free Britney movement, which of course is it's it's it, you know, nobody here is I don't think anybody who's even making the joke is kind of like really joking about Britney's situation. It's a it's a silly bawdy crash joke, isn't it? But Jan took that personally. Jan Jan was like I can't believe... I can't believe that people would even joke about this situation. That
0: she posted it. And can I tell you what she did?
1: Mm. She gave
0: power... She did. ...to the haters... Yeah. ...by dignifying it with a response. Girl, you did not need to say a thing. Like, it doesn't affect... You. Read it, let it go. Yeah. I mean, RuPaul has told you... Time, she says it every single season. Mm-hmm. My advice to you is don't read the comments. But, the- like drag queens and narcissistic beings. Of course course they want to know every little, every single when I was on tour with you, you like every single, like every single follow you were following through Valentina, <laughs> but that's what they are. They want to know how they are being appreciated. And as an artist, yeah. you don't want to, a, a lot of the times the performance really isn't for yourself. It, it's
1: nothing without an audience. Of course. And of so course. you want to know how it's being received. So I live if, for the applause darling. Exactly. And I mean, obviously the whole world is behind Britney, and we all wish for her health and happiness and freedom in the near future. Um, I think the people who are making those jokes it was it was just a silly, naughty joke, you know uh and but Jan, defender of the truth, told them you cannot talk that way, um, but anyway, poor Jan, uh, we'll come to Jan again in a moment, I'm sure, but because- you know what
0: also on social media I'll tell you what I don't like mm-hmm. and maybe you can if if you feel there's somewhere in here for you to give some advice or to speak Ooh, on then advice. please do so. I don't know. Trinity K. Bonet on social media, the word is whiny. And I say whiny mm. you because... you give an example? Yeah, she put up a post saying, um, for, first of all, last week after the performance, she did a post and she's happy. She tagged Beyonce, mm-hmm. you know, you know that this is what she oh, loves. Oh, I've seen this one, yeah. so She's happy. So, And then the latest post I read the other day is Trinity K. Bonet saying... Mm-hmm that she's quite upset um, because it means nothing if Beyonce doesn't like it or hasn't this seen it. She, this means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. That performance meant nothing if Beyonce doesn't like it. I saw that, this post, yeah. And
1: I just, I read it and I was like, girl. If, like, if, if There's even one where a fan underneath is kind of like, but girl, we loved you so much. That's it. Like like, can, like, we're giving you so much love and adulation. And she was like, she was basically, like, I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> (laughs) Like there's so many people getting so
0: much hate and when you're getting a a blanket full of Mm. love being like thrown at you, drowning all this love and appreciation from followers, from from other drag queens, Bianca Del Rio posting that she was wrong posting you know even bianca's even her been a really good sport, giving the been adoration very and, yeah bianca's actually rooting for her i mean she's like all of that means nothing unless beyonce likes her. i mean and like what
1: does beyonce, beyonce like anything like
0: beyonce is not the most active person on social media she's not even running she's that known account. for that she's
1: i mean if you her pa running it but when there's so much of the other love being thrown exactly. at you girl like what why well i'll tell you what like Trinity is a sensitive soul. Trinity has taken us on a roller coaster of emotions every single episode. Um I I keep on longing to see kind of like the kind of like validated, happy centered Trinity that we saw at the end of the story arc on season 6. I keep on seeing glimmers of that trinity, but it just seems like nothing's ever enough. I feel, I feel like Trinity's taken a lot of knocks in her life, and her self-esteem has taken a real battering, and her self-esteem is incredibly fragile. Um, I would, I would. All I'd say to Trinity is like, please, like, listen to that fan who sent you the, that message and said, "Well, Trinity, we're giving you lots and lots of love. I hope you can see that." Um, and I, 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 to be honest, I think expecting, if you're expecting, anybody expecting Beyonce to take notice of them is onto a loser, frankly. It's like, I would I would not pursue that. Yeah. T- try and hold realistic goals. Her performance was flawless and beautiful and fabulous. And we everybody loved it so much. It's just, it, it makes me feel a little bit sad for her that she can't appreciate the outpouring of love because I know for a fact she notices when she gets criticized because she's turned off her comments well, on Instagram a few times. There
0: it is. It's, it's like she's, She's just all over the place when yeah. it comes to liking and, and haters and, and wanting likes and wanting to be liked. But then sometimes mm. it's, it doesn't matter if you like me because I only want a certain person to like me. And there's a precedent. But the, the thing about drag queens nowadays is mm-hmm. that because... Drag Race has uh, has come into our living rooms. It is now in the commercial sphere. A lot of the times, and I want to say 90% of the times, whenever there is a celebrity impersonation done or Mm -hmm. a nod to a celebrity... Nine times out of ten, that celebrity mm-hmm. messages them or, you know, like they kind of like Rihanna well, going to the DMs
1: of Jay, of of Jada, Rihanna going into like, they always should have loved Perry also yeah. commented on Scarlett. So maybe that does sting, sting. But she needs to think about the kind of person that Beyonce is. Beyonce but yeah, but is Beyonce. She's like, Beyonce. Beyonce. She's like the imperious empress of pop and R&B, you know, she's she's katie perry has like she's not of that like stature she's got slightly more approachability and also katie perry like miley cyrus she hangs with the queens doesn't she Have you ever seen beyonce hang with the queens or any commoners or peasants yes really which ones michelle <gasps> <laughs> wow <laughs> latavia latoya they're wow. in the past
0: she don't speak about them no more. Beyonce hangs with everyone, but I just, I
1: just, I'm pretty
0: sure Beyonce has seen, she's definitely seen it. There's no way in this world of social media where she hasn't seen it, especially because it is quite a big thing. Uh, maybe she's just chosen not to respond, but
1: like, anyway, well, I think we just... she got a handful looking after Blue Ivy and... The rest of them, you know, she's mm. a busy working mum. And just, uh, oh, Tom, before I even move
0: on, mm. actually, I'm not going to say another word, not one more word until <sighs> you read Struggle the amazing review oh, from yes.
1: uh, our friend in Israel. So um, Tal from Israel sent us a lovely review guys. Hey, Tal. Hey, Tal. Hi, guys. Just finished binge listening to the pod, and I wanted to tell you guys how much I appreciate you and love the podcast. Thank you so much for helping me and the world during these crazy times. I'm an essential worker here. Um, so thank you so much. Keep safe, Tal. So that is really, really lovely and beautiful thank you very much tal we'd be that we, it's so nice to hear that like you know this is our passion project and we really really love hearing that like what what our ramblings once or twice a week are like a little ray of sunshine at times we just we just want to entertain i also it's not a review but i had a really lovely message from crystal on the instagram today so shout out to crystal too Oh, mm. what did she She, say, ma- she may have already left a review, actually, but just that um, she loves us and she's a just fashionista. She actually gave me a really good tip about um, Sagittarius Jean-Paul Gaultier inspired look, which was actually, she told me, um, inspired by a Frida Kahlo painting, which was fascinating. Hmm. You didn't pick that up, Tom? I did fashion at Versace, Gucci. Fashion.
0: Pure white couches. Pure white couches. Um <laughs> uh, you know what I mean we need to post that somewhere so people can understand. Uh I'll put it on I'll try and put it on the story. Now we did talk about last time. I do want to get into it and I will get into the episode. I do I did talk about how remember there was a time when Suki Minaj Suki Suki Minaj. I know. Suki
1: <laughs> Suki Nutmeg Ganache. But at one point you called her just nutmeg.
0: Yeah, which nutmeg. kind of suits? Her. So nutmeg. <laughs> yeah, uh, she she put out that post, and I said it last mm. time, didn't I? She put out that post saying that, um, Well, we can actually move into it this time. Mm-hmm. The post was a. I sung live. Jan did not sing live. Jan oh, yeah, okay. seems to be getting a good pass. Yeah. Now. Jan responded saying, "Hey girl, I did sing live. Mm-hmm. The requirements for us was that we were to send in two. Yeah. We were to send in the actual track we we're going to sing, yeah. and then we were to sing the backing of uh-huh. it. The backing that she had sent well, was ten percent." vocals and then 30% backing vocals, whatever.
1: Pretty standard, by yeah. all accounts. But she did say,
0: I did sing live mm-hmm. at the day. It is not up to me what editing decided to do. Yep. And what I think she actually meant was this. She sung live on the day mm-hmm. there in, in the studio. She sung live, but I listened to the track, mm-hmm. and the track, the actual track on Spotify, it's actually, I feel like when she said it's not up to me what editing does. I think what they did in production is that production overlaid the mm-hmm. actual performance with the actual track. So okay. she is singing live. Okay, props to her, but they didn't use her live, her live vocals. They okay. actually used her
1: actual track and plastered there on it. So that's what we we're hearing mm-hmm. because it sounded exactly like but we thought it was live at the time, didn't we? Because we were listening very carefully. And there were girls like Eureka who was like, she's definitely not singing live kind of thing. But with Jan, we thought it was a possibility. I
0: mean, they've done this. They pick and choose who mm. they want to give the raw vocals to and who they actually want to make sound good. For example, I mean, last last, last season in All Stars, mm-hmm. there um, was a blessing, Claire. That would have been nice of them. She sung live, props to her. It would have been nice to give her a bit of like a little bit of a... A, a little bit of help in the vocals mm. in, in terms of the editing. They could have done something to make it sound... L- no more natural more studio like but they didn't they 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 what you heard from Blair is exactly how she sung like Fifi O'Hara no editing (laughs) now Juju B sung live but they edited there was definitely studio absolutely there was studio editing with her voice she did sing live but they did something and they to make it sound better Mm. now they pick and choose who they want to do this to don't they they must think we're stupid
1: to not notice you know
0: Yes. Yes, Tom, they do. (laughs) After millions of uh, seasons and episodes, they still think that the tricks that they've been doing since the first days is still going to fool everyone. But I I just want to clarify, that's just something that I definitely noticed okay so what is that saying there seems to be a favoritism towards
1: Jan. are they trying to make sure that Jan goes a bit farer or Disfavoritism favoritism against silky, uh, silky. Me. well you know if we're going to talk about like front runners and who's going to go far it's it's let's talk a little bit about that because it's quite a well-established statistical fact that the winner of drag race of each season almost always wins one of the first four challenges. In the conventional seasons, 1 to 13 of US, there's only one girl who won the season and didn't win within the first four episodes, and that was... Jinx Monsoon. It was Jinx Monsoon, who won episode five, but she's a real statistical anomaly. And in All Stars, it's it's the same, apart from the statistical anomaly with... Shay Trixie. Mm, Because that was a really, really strange season in terms of like trying to figure out who was supposed to be the front runner and stuff. Really, it was Bendele Creme being so good that she messed things up, I think. Um, So the other weird thing is that one of the girls who's won one of the first four episodes is gone. Jada. So maybe the girl who wins this episode could be in with a chance as well. Or who knows what's happening with the game within a game, within a riddle, within a mystery. Maybe she'll come back.
0: What do you think that is?
1: I have no... It's, it's going to be some way of bringing a girl back. I'm just Ugh. really intrigued to say. I think it's about time they tell us now. There's like four girls waiting in the wings somewhere in some sort of holding pen. You know, I hope they're treating them well. Hmm. They're probably not, but go on. <laughs> so this tells us that Raja, Trinity and Jan are in a, with a very, very good chance of winning the whole season. Um, do, could you foresee that?
0: Hmm. Before... Look, before we went into podcasting it and I looked at the cast, mm. the who I thought they would have put forward as the front runners yeah. um, was Ginger. Yes. I definitely thought that Ginger was going to be a front runner. I wanted Yada to be a front runner, but yep. I don't know if I thought that they would. But I do like Yada. I like her honesty. I like mm-hmm. how genuine she is. Yeah. I She's real. Yep. Yeah, I think that... I mean, I remember we thought Eureka don't know who would
1: else.
0: do well. I don't know who else because, like we said, the beauty about All Stars Six mm. is that it doesn't look like it was made for someone. I mean, yeah. All Stars One was everyone knows it was made for Chad. Chad. All Stars Two, everyone knew it was made for Alaska. Alaska. All Stars Three, I felt was made for either Shangela.
1: I think or Trixie. My theory is it was supposed to be a two horse race for Shangela and Trixie, with Trixie having a late surge after Snatch Game, but Trixie messed up Snatch Game. I think like she was supposed to win that and it was like a like surge forward moment. And also Dayla did too well. Yeah, she did They didn't she, predict she was gonna do she that. She did well. a Tyra Sanchez. Mm.
0: Because remember, Tyra was not supposed to win all Stars uh, season two. You cannot deny the um, season two was made for let's just be honest, and this is what people have been saying, and this is the word in the streets. Yes. Okay. The streets of the word the word on the streets was that um season two was made for Raven. Raven yeah. But then Tyra Sanchez came out of nowhere and was
1: just amazing and, and she was this young
0: engineer yeah, as well. And Rue and loved her, it, and yeah. then they ended up giving her the win. Mm-hmm. So All Stars Four was I mean, come off it. All stars four was made for who was all stars four made for? my
1: theory is it's supposed to be for latrice but she underperformed oh. latrice went into it as like this beloved queen that everybody's like yes we're so happy to see latrice again and it was the first time they brought back girls from all stars one i thought sorry, i so th- sorry i thought it would have been for manila could have been manila
0: because she's manila fan was, yeah manila there. should i mean it could have gone either way but i think manila would have been a great winner for Season uh, season three, but everyone knew season three was made for Raja. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, last season, All
1: Stars five was hands down made for Shay. We've rewatched that recently, though, and like Shay just did not perform. She didn't smash it the way she was supposed. She's still a fabulous drag queen, but like cracker. I think probably came out with the best track record. Crackhead had the best and track record. Juju absolutely, was like the lovable star of the show. Yeah, I think really. Shay
0: definitely underperformed, and it got kind of awkward hearing her talk mm-hmm. about the whole rose petals because episode. it came up too many times, yeah. and it was like, don't let that define, don't let that be your narrative. But and and yeah, mm. I, I really felt like Shay underperformed, but it was made for Shay. Now All Star Six, we don't know who it's made for,
1: and I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, who knows at this point? I think, like, whoever wins this episode could also be in with a really good fighting chance now that Jara's gone. Thinking about the the other girls, like, Eureka, Pandora, and Sonique have all had, like, a high placement and have never been in the bottom two. And Scarlet's, Scarlet, she's been super-duper safe. She's never been high, never been low. So one of those girls, you know, could... Alternative, like, the girls who've been in the bottom and haven't won are Ginger and Akiria, Both fabulous, talented, excellent all-round queens. Ginger feels like she's underperformed a little bit. Uh, maybe it's just not been the right challenges or the right setup, I don't know. Akiria doesn't seem to be like... She's not got that fire that she had in season 11. She's not quite got that spark. Maybe it's because she feels a bit slapped on or she's disappointed in herself. I feel like she's really trying her best, but she's not got that same... I don't know, the ne sais quoi
0: well uh, because you're now against a group of people who are that same mm-hmm. je ne sais quoi yeah so it's whose is better yeah. how do you shine when you're shining everyone else is yeah. shining just as bright yeah. you're no longer the bright one of the bunch yes. this is this is all stars mm-hmm. and they've brought back what, a lot of the powerhouses haven't they mm-hmm. um but yeah it's Ginger and Icaria, it's one of them have, I, I feel they, they're going to go home this week unless they pull out mm. something great and something grand.
1: Yeah, well, who knows? Shall we get into the episode? Let's go. And we're back in the workroom. Oh, She's back going memory. back to the
0: workroom. We <laughs> Rethink her life. Something, and the alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> okay. So we're back in the workroom the podcast starts now let's get into (laughs) it so everyone's reading up the lipsticks now this is a good point of discussion here tom yes everyone's reading up the lipsticks now jan's reading it out because you know she's seeing who the group voted for and it's unanimous not anonymous (laughs) it is (laughs) unanimous everyone voted for a carrier to stay so everyone voted for yara to go basically Yeah. yeah Now, because uh, Jan lip sync, Jan got to choose her own lipstick. She chose
1: Eclairia. Mm-hmm. Now that causes Jan to really panic. It's there's like visible anxiety. She gets really like quite quite agitated. I wanted to give her a lorazepam, bless her. Um, so what this said to me was like Jan really went into panic mode because so much of what Jan uh values is is really how she's perceived by others really i think i think being liked is number one for jan she strives for it she works hard for it this is her the essence of why she's an entertainer i think and she's also you know we know jan she's a sweet person she's quite drama free she's a little bit of a diplomat she just needs to be liked bless her and she really, really struggled with this whole sequence. Akiria, to be fair, Akiria wasn't, you know, Akiria was cool with her, really. Um, I think she was mad. Akiria did look angry, but she did her best to keep her composure. The
0: thing for me is, a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about how they're going to vote. Mm-hmm. And I remember Ginger Minja especially saying, we have to vote with integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, basically track record, track record. That's the only way that you can be unbiased
1: towards it is looking at track record i do think the word integrity is ambiguous
0: absolutely but in this in the context of what they're saying they're saying track record basically yeah that's that's the best way to be objective is to look at the track record yeah now jan when i looked at this jan is not wrong if they were going with what they said Mm -hmm. yes jan is actually the only one who voted with integrity according to what they were, you know, the terms that they kind of
1: made some sort of consensus-ish about. Jan voted with her head. Everybody else in the room did vote with their heart because, as we mentioned last week, really for some reason, sadly, Jara didn't gel with the rest of the group. And you could tell that even after she went because there was like a little bit of a bitchy tone in the way that people were being kind of like, well, you know, she she really didn't kind of um, uh, plead, you know, she didn't, like, give us a reason to keep her. And, oh, did you see how she, she told us all to fuck off? And it was like, really obviously a joke, guys. Like, calm down.
0: Well, you know, many a true words are spoken in jest.
1: Yeah, but still, it's Jara, you know. Exactly. She's, she's out there and she's kooky. <sighs> um so they voted with their hearts and jan did vote with her head yes Um, jan voted correctly so this kind of leads me and jan is obviously panicking because
0: like just like what you said she she needs to be liked. oh yes she she does and especially she doesn't want to be hated by now the thing is when silky nutmeg ganache when she posted the same thing about Jan being she didn't lip sync, she Mm -hmm. also said that there was something about the way that you were voting. She said Mm -hmm. if you didn't vote according to what the group consensus was, Mm -hmm. there was a feeling and there was a hint that you would be next. That is a worry for
1: Jan now, I think. Yeah, because
0: Silky said she didn't want to vote for Trinity. She Mm -hmm. wanted to vote um, for... um, no, she didn't want to vote Serena out on the first episode. She actually wanted to vote for Trinity. Trinity did the worst. Yes. and But then as Silky said that um, the group, the consent of the group, and I think maybe a Akira... Said, I think girl Akira had a little word in her ear. Yeah, didn't it was like, "Girl, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't choose her. Everyone's mm. gonna choose Trinity."
1: So don't so, mark yourself out as an outsider. Exactly. So on. every
0: everyone is kind of like, "This is the group vote, and if you don't vote, then you're next." And the- I think this is kind of coming on to this one where they're saying now, I think everyone unanimously chose Yara to go because mm. there was the group consensus and vibe that Yara was the one to go, which is why Jan is a bit scared now because she. feels, feels like the outsider she feels like oh my god i didn't do what the group said am i going to be nicks of this situation
1: happens jan is also an outsider in general she's the only season 12 girl she's the you know the most like recent if you like girl she, well she's not toured. She's not toured. She stands out in numerous ways. She doesn't, you know, Earlier, we did hear earlier on in the season, some of the girls were kind of like all, already grouping themselves as like, we're season 11 girls. We're big girls. That kind of thing. Jan doesn't fit in any of those groups. She's big girl. <gasps> no, she's not. She's, she's put on, put a, on a, a little of A tiny cu- How dare you body shame her?
0: Tom, did I body shame?
1: I just stayed there. she
0: put on weight. I'm cancelling you. Tom, you've put on a little... <gasps> you have viewers
1: do you see what i put up with tom <laughs> i've put on a little i'm not entertaining this topic conversation i've put on a little <laughs> are you going to say anything can we move on please so you agree that i've put on a little can we move on please wow we're not talking wow, about this on top. Well, if, if we hit yeah.
0: the pink table talk, guess what topic we'll get? <laughs>
1: I'm just telling you right now. This is why the you talk why would about you come this? for me on the podcast? You talk about that on you. what?
0: The th- okay. Anyway, let's move on, Tom, because I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I, you know, you, your tone's are very pointed. Mm.
1: You're so actually losing. That, can right we now just now, talk
0: about? Way. You know, we already talked about Trinity being like quite emotional and like not making sense. She's quite nonsensical. So Trinity says, and I, this is the conversation. She's like, "We need to take the words and take." getting Off the table, mm-hmm. and Scarlett was like, well, "Well, no, we don't. what well, we just need to respect everyone's choices." Yeah. And then <laughs> classic Trinity. I love Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I was getting Scarlett, but you cut me
1: off. I know, but no, no, you weren't getting there. This isn't her first little moment with Scarlett. No, either. it's not. It the, the second time. A couple of weeks ago, exactly. What happened? Uh, it was. It was. A, she really snapped at Scarlett, and and Scarlett was just like. And, and then she apologized, and she's like, Scarlett, you know, sometimes I get in my feelings, sometimes I snap, and I apologize for that. And she did apologize to her credit, and Scarlett's like, girl, I didn't even know that else. Um, I'm noticing Scarlett is, like, quite a diplomat as well. She's staying away from drama, and she's kind of like this, like, chill voice of reason. Um, I just I, I I just like find that Trinity, Trinity is me just- so much. But, like, I do I do worry about her and her emotions sometimes. The,
0: the thing is, I'm just looking at Trinity. So, do you remember there's a... Mem- let's... If we can, let's rewind to, All- not All Stars, season six, mm-hmm. when Trinity is very sensitive. They're talking about trade. Mm-hmm. And
1: then someone said that they wouldn't sleep with um, Trinity. Wasn't it somebody saying they generally wouldn't Kai Kai? Yeah,
0: yeah. And then she goes, oh, no, I just feel effing ugly. And then Bianca. And then Bianca was like, oh, no, we're back to you. Yeah. This group doesn't have a Bianca to set up. Trinity Straits to That's to, a really to, interesting to pull her out yeah. to pull her out of this hole when she tries to go down there. Bianca's there going no 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 get your ass back
1: up. No one's saying this about you. Stop playing the victim. Do you know what that is in this day and age with this kind of like culture online. No one's nobody has the guts to be a, Bian- a Bianci a Bianca because they know they'll get cancelled. They know that like they'll be painted as a villain. That Bianca was kind of the last of her breed, if you ask me, um, and like, yeah. So actually, people act a little bit afraid of Trinity and kind of like pacify her quite a lot. Which, but kind that's of, because they they they're letting her play that so role that Bianca. The yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Because Bianca would not let that happen,
0: and Bianca called it out. What do you do successfully, quickly? quickly. <laughs> like she was really quick to 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 stop her. you know mm-hmm. to be like, ah, I know where you're going. No. No, no. Shut your ass down and shut up And then there's another moment as well That I think about Trinity There was a moment where Trinity was actually playing the Oprah Do you mm-hmm. remember there's, a, there's that moment in the untucked Like you Nobody can tell you But only you could do and she went through every single one yeah. And she was like You are a star You are a You know you are amazing This yeah. is what you do And it was It was like so different And that's very it's Exactly what she's doing now I don't know what she is Are you a, a motivator? Are you someone Because she's a hypocrite In the sense that She's the first to be a victim but then she's going around telling everyone that you're a star don't let anyone say that you are not there you are amazing she went for every single but one in talk. do you what, remember? But what
1: I think that is is like sometimes the self-talk that she feels she has to apply to herself to combat her own kind of like internal criticism sometimes she projects it outwards when she feels that she has the confidence to do so She's just very complex. She's a complex person. She's multi-complex. She's
0: so... She's she's all over the place. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's our Trinity. That's our Trinity. I just want to see her lip sync. Can you just lip sync every episode? Regardless if she wins or not, can they just be like, no, Trinity, you will be lip syncing (laughs) today, although you are in
1: the bottom? Or, yeah, every winner can be like, now you do have the option of delegating this (laughs) duty to Trinity (laughs) K. And you will split the
0: prize money should you
1: win. Like, wouldn't that be awesome? Because everyone just, I could watch Trinity lip
0: sync Mm. all the time. And we all know that she is going to crush it. So they read the message on the mirror, you know, if you all, you know, you're a music theater kid. When everything is a musical. Do you mm. know, like, when I wake up in the morning, I'm just
1: like, oh, 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 woke <laughs> up today, feeling the way That a is your life, morning, basically.
0: Like, you know, you're a music theater person when everything is a musical. And that is so Jan. Jan's like, you, Gaston. I know, right? What? And then they're like, girl, it says, you guys are hilarious. And which which, one, like, of oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which one of us is Gaston?
1: Which one of us is Tosh She's <laughs> so
0: music theater, but I, I love that. I love that. Now, the Maxi Challenge, let's get into that. The Maxi Challenge this week, they have to produce and post an intimate,
1: provocative, and entertaining chat show. And they're calling it The Pink Table Talk. And we are familiar ourselves with Brad Table Talk. We've watched exactly. a good few episodes, have Have you Ray? watched the episodes? You showed it to me. You've
0: yeah. you've seen me watch episodes, and you've just been walking around doing your own thing. But do no, no, no you've I've watched them t- with you. Which ones have you watched
1: with me, Tom? You've not watched it um, with me. The one with Jada in it and uh, willow oh and gammy yeah Yeah. gammy was there too cool yeah
0: i i actually really love red table talk and i i would sit down and intimately watch it and i would just marvel at how they how, how you can like for me the way that willow can talk about the things that they talk about in front of your mom in my culture, that an I can't even, I cannot talk to my mom like that. I, I do I not do. have that relationship, but they talk about sex, they talk about. Yeah, I do find it, the
1: dynamics in the, will, uh, in the Willow family, in the, in Smith, the Smith family, fan. quite interesting.
0: They talk, yeah, there's so much that they talk about. They get really, really deep. And Willow gives a lot of advice and a lot of life advice. And I'm just like, Willow. W- all you know is what you have grown up and experienced or what you've heard your mom say or what you've heard your therapist say. And therefore you think
1: that you were qualified, yeah. that you were qualified to give that advice to all your guests. And I'm like... It's a little bit like Willow Girl, you've had one hit single, pipe down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that... I mean, so anyway, let's just not get into that. But I really do love watching the Red Table Talk. I, it's I very, can very enjoy interesting.
1: It. They certainly cover some interesting topics and they have some very interesting points of view. I just do think the dynamics within the Smith family are incredibly interesting.
0: Yeah. So they're doing a pink table talk, which is obviously a the pink version, meaning that it's the same, but with a pink table. <laughs> so they're working in teams of three and they have to choose one of the three topics and it's body motherhood and sex. Tom, before we get on, what topic would you choose? Um, and give me something about it that that is let's do our own table talk here.
1: Let's reveal our innermost intimate details. What
0: what 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 one F- fuchsia table talk magenta because magenta. you know we we don't speak in colors here. No, lavender.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh I think lemon you, sherbet. You and I basically we probably would talk about body, body because that's the other podcast basically. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, we actually need to do, like, we're so consistent with this mm. podcast, but because the other one is looked after by me, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just really bad. But you 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 need to own it. That's, it's also your fault for not pushing me and reminding me to do it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So, I would talk about my body because... You would know that uh, I like I like exercise and fitness, but there's a deeper relationship with food that I have that I'm just exploring, and I I will know that I met the my perfect body, and I've said this before. I will know that I met my perfect body. Wait, when someone at the gym says behind my back that I've gone too far, you know, when
1: <laughs> that, I, that's an ab fab quote, you know, when it's they're like, oh my God, Darling. has gone too far. know when everybody says mum gone too far. <laughs> yeah, that's when I know I've made it. Like, I'm going to be honest, but that's, yeah. I think yeah. like the, the topic of, of body uh, for gay men is incredibly interesting because I think that. Absolutely. Think oh my God, should we do another podcast about. I don't think we need yet a third podcast. We can incorporate that into what the third. But it's, um, I think, like, the way it links, it's such a pressure cooker, the way the body image oh, maybe links teams topic... of masculinity and femininity for maybe, gay men. You're
0: right. Maybe the next topic we do can be about the gaze and it's done. body. Yeah. Done? That's really good. Okay, yeah. cool. So, the three topics, motherhood. <laughs> Thanks for
1: inspiring us, RuPaul. Motherhood,
0: sex, and body. Now, the team motherhood is Scarlett, Sonique, Kylie, and Raja. Yes. So they're doing Motherhood 6. The topic of sex is given to sex, Eureka, sex, Trinity K, Bonet, sex, and Icaria. Sex, 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 and body is Pandora Box, Jan, and Ginger. Now, I was triggered... <laughs> now i almost threw my drink at the tv i'm not lying when i heard someone I complain yeah when pandora said oh like i've always struggled about being always being skinny literally i was i was gonna unhinge my mic i was gonna <laughs> throw it at her on the screen i was gonna pour my seven up all over
1: that place i was like how dare she it hurt I mean, me i was hurt i was triggered while i understand your response and I also think Pandora needs to think about who she's sitting next to, which is Ginger Minge on the other side, who's always struggled being heavier. I do would also validate what she experiences, because again, within the gay community, like it's cool and cute to be like a skinny twink, and that's validated. But, then you, but as yeah. you get older, if you don't evolve, if you don't mega evolve into a muscle daddy, <laughs> then basically yeah. you're on the scrap heap. If, you, you that if your mega
0: evolution is in a muscle daddy from a twink, then girl, <laughs> if you go. don't
1: if you don't dynamax
0: into a muscle daddy, exactly, <laughs> then it's, it's just not going to happen. Mm uh but yes so those are the those are the three topics those are the girls going for it
1: and i think
0: this is going to be interesting i think we're going to learn a lot about the queens should we just get into it and what, see what, what they what say like like, one you, by one
1: before we go into it in each group you mentioned a girl who you think is going to like shine
0: yes in motherhood between scarlet sony kylie and raja um i think i think raja can just talk
1: she Raja can, shoot, is yeah, everything
0: she, she says as I'm I'm, I'm listening breeze, to her. She. she can talk to anything
1: and anyone. Can I just say I love Raja's like intonation and there's something really soothing about her voice. She could do ASMR, defo. Raja? I like, when it, I remember in the Talking Heads in season uh, 12, uh, 11, I was like, oh, she's relaxing me. Raja or Kylie? Raja. I don't hear it. In the talking, head, she like had this quality, and it was it was like there was something like a little bit lip smacky or something about it. It was just really really relaxing. Yeah, I, I'm not hearing. I'm sorry. I I think Scarlett has got a lot to say, and she's being framed as having had. You know, she's got because she's got two mums. Yeah.
0: Okay. For the group six, which is Eureka, Trinity, and Icaria, I think Eureka because Eureka can talk. Eureka is very good with improv, and Eureka is a great improv performer i mean we've seen it when her snatch game in her mm-hmm. season we've seen it with the whole baby with a carrier when she was that baby yeah. with uh, bossy rossi the first time
1: around so I, I just feel like eureka is comfortable on stage i worry with this that eureka's personality is a little big and she might overpower <gasps> excuse the pun <laughs> she might overpower her i think Akira foreshadowed that she has interesting things to say. Yeah. She says there's chapters in the book of Akira you've not read. I think I think Trinity has important things to say. I wonder if her tone might veer a little bit towards the serious because she's got very very important and serious things to say about her HIV status. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, for body which is Pandora, Jen, and Ginger, I feel that Ginger and Pandora. We'll do the best. No, I had I had to
1: choose one, don't I? No, you can talk however you want. It's fine. I give you permission. I I think
0: that Jan. No, not Jen. I think Ginger is very, very good at speaking. Yeah, with. I think she is. She's so I think natural. Ginger, yeah, and Ginger with body, I think Ginger will have a lot that she can speak to mm-hmm. and about. And I think just, I just think that Ginger is very good, a very good actress, a very good spokesperson. So
1: I was just looking at the dynamic between the three and I felt a little bit like Jan and Ginger were chatting with Pandora on the fringe because I know Pandora is a proper introvert. Okay. So it makes me worry for Pandora a little bit. Let's have a look at the girls.
0: Now we're getting into pink table talk. Now the first team was because team body, which is Eureka, Trinity K, Bonet, no, team and Sex. Oh, sorry, they're talking about mm-hmm. sex. it was Trinity K, Bonet. It was Akuria and Eureka. It was. Now let's. I thought that I was. I was eavesdropping on someone's conversation, but mm-hmm. I was invited to listen to the conversation. I thought it was very natural. Yes, I really I enjoyed
1: agree. it. I got lost in it. I wanted to hear more. Yeah, I was entertained. The chemistry was excellent. These these girls really, really did just have a kiki. Um... I think it was a really smart move to make Eureka the moderator because it like gave her a role and like gave her a certain like boundary that prevented her from like be- right. being like out of control rampant Eureka. Very true. Yeah.
0: I mean, I learned it was real. It was, you know what? I enjoyed it because it wasn't a, a like... A dumb, badly scripted, written play yeah, written yeah. like ten minutes before giving it to the girls and telling them that it's a Max Challenge please Do it now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad, like cheesy Max Challenge acting thingy. This was just girls talk about talk about this topic there, and it, it didn't feel scripted at all. It just mm-hmm. felt it flowed. There was good chemistry between all of them. I felt definitely. I th- I think Icaria, for me stood out the most
1: yeah she's I think Akira's your girl isn't she you can have a kiki with Akira and and it's always a good time yep um I, you know, she made her revelation about living as a trans woman for several years. Oh my and but
0: she retransitioned?
1: Yeah, so that's that kind of at least, you know, I mean, anybody can do whatever they want to their body, but that partially explains her, that, her, the, her ass. Her her derriere, her, her ass almighty, almighty. Which she wears with pride. And she talked about how um her androgyny, if you like, is 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 perceived by by certain men. But she has a good time, she works it. Trinity K.
0: talked about the stigma behind HIV, I was really impressed being HIV with,
1: positive. I was impressed with the lightness of Trinity. I thought she was going to be heavy, but she wasn't. But she made such a good and educational point about undetectability. Um, you know, just help educate people and help them realize that people who are well-treated, who have HIV, and are undetectable equals untransmissible, and more people need to know that.
0: I thought it was good. A yeah. Eureka, I mean... Talking about sex and drag being fetishized um, versus, like, it being something that you're into. Definitely. Um, and this is looking at her being a chubby chaser or people being a chubby chaser. And yeah. she's like, I ain't I
1: ain't running nowhere. I'm right here eating my
0: pickpockets waiting for the ding dong. And which I, 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 I love was... that. I
1: love how she's embracing her, her body type and um, appreciating other people's appreciation, so long as it's with respect. Yeah. Um, I, I all my only criticism is I would have liked to listen to them for more time. I yeah they there, really got me. Like there was cut,
0: nothing there was no awkward like people they, overspeaking. Yeah. Um there was one moment where I thought that they were going to overspeak each other but then someone one of the people stopped because I don't know why but I was like I, I was happy they did that because mm-hmm. it, then it would have just been people speaking over but they had very good chemistry. Mhm. I, th- I felt like they've been talking together a lot, that this wasn't just people who were yeah. thrown together was randomly. Easy for them. It was easy. It mm-hmm. came naturally. So, I, yeah, that's
1: what I thought. Like, really, really fab job, girls. And, like, I, I would agree with you. I think this was a great moment for Akira. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially we've been in the bottom two for the last two weeks. Can I ask you most, the really most important question? Who, yeah. lo- who looked the best in this trio? Which outfit did you like the best? I'm... Um, i'll ask you first i like to carry as it's victor and for realness fine i'll go with that too
0: so <laughs> let's go to the next girls yeah okay the next queens are the queens of uh motherhood mm-hmm. that's the topic and it's scarlet uh
1: kylie Sanique, and raja o'hara i'll let you go first tom i can tell you for nothing that rupaul is going to mark them badly for not all just worship them all being like Rue's my mother, Rue's my mother, Rue's my mother. I think
0: <laughs> they, they didn't start off earth. no 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 no, money 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 money. Uh nick uh, to the nick the nick neck, neck and back with the freaking money click click uh, Oh hello, Ow. welcome to Pink Table Talk.
1: <laughs> Joking aside though, I thought this was like A very sweet, respectful group. There was no, like, talking over each other. They were very supportive of each other. There was less, like, high energy, less frothiness than the previous group. So it's slightly less fun. But I still really enjoyed watching them. They just weren't quite as, like, natural in their chemistry, one might say. There was, like, a slightly more, like, rehearsed flavor, especially at the beginning. They had, like, these clearly, like, quite rehearsed lines that they came in with. Mm. I still enjoyed them a lot. Um, One of my main thoughts was they actually talked about the experience of being a child more than the experience of being a mother. Uh, Obviously, the the term motherhood is open to interpretation, but their interpretation was, I'm going to talk about my experience with my mother rather than what maternal experiences have I had. Do you know what I mean? No. So motherhood, to me, sounds like the experience of being a mother. They talked about the experience of being a on the receiving end of motherhood. Oh!
0: Apart from
1: Kylie, who talked about her doggy. I
0: was yes. Th- While well, you're right, mm. you you're very right. It was a relationship about moms. It was not about motherhood. So mm. now the head There, ding ding. The only person who did hit that was. Um, Kylie. Kylie talked about being a mother to the dogs. And if Ginger had done this, Ginger would. Yeah, Ginger's the one that wanted to talk about, because she's gone, she wants to be, uh, she wants to have children. So she she could have
1: talked about this more intimately and and quite more on topic. So we'll see if the judges pick up on that technicality, but what were your thoughts? My thoughts was, it just
0: wasn't as natural. Mm The, like, when we saw Eureka Trinity and Icaria, mm-hmm. I could believe that they these girls meet up every week yeah. on a Friday after work and they're yeah. just Kiki. I believe that.
1: They have a few Sauvignon Blancs. Yep,
0: and then mm-hmm. they're talking about whatever. Now this group I felt like they were put together and made to have a conversation. There was no natural mm-hmm. there was nothing really natural. It felt very scripted at parts. Yes, yes. yes. At some parts it could they could have got away with it, but then some mm-hmm. parts looked too scripted to me. And I tell you who the the main perpetrator of it of this was uh, Scarlett Scarlett had a way of make the conversation being we are putting on a show and uh, oh yes oh this is what I have and oh Mm -hmm. she made it unnatural by speaking that way Mm -hmm. so maybe in her mind it was a different genre than what the other girls thought maybe she hadn't seen Pink Red Table Talk maybe Uh, yeah maybe it's a uh, it wasn't conversational it was like you're gonna speak here we're gonna do this joke in the beginning that you're gonna talk about your mom's and then i want to segue into my mom and then you're yeah. gonna talk to me about this moment that's it. the only part that i did feel natural and that did make me go into it was when raja was talking about her relationship with her mom mm-hmm. and how her mom's a pastor how being femme was an embarrassment yeah um and she she really was talking about how the relationship is broken, isn't it? Yeah. She loves her mom, but that relationship isn't there. And then there was something natural about the way that Sonique interjected. I agree. I don't feel like Sonique that was scripted. I yeah. feel like I feel like in the beginning they said you talk about your two moms, Scarlett, um, and I. Uh, I think Raja talk about your bad relationship mm-hmm. with your mom, and then I'm going to talk about relationship with my dogs. <laughs> but I felt there was a natural part um, where Kylie interjected uh raja's talk and gave her some advice and tried to actually talk about it and that was a real honest moment i fully agree and i i felt yeah. that
1: that was the only natural part of it actually really liked kylie's statement i thought the thing that's like such a good mantra for somebody who's experienced trauma don't let that hurt child make your grown-up decisions mm. just to like obviously easier said than done but like if that mantra can give somebody just a little bit of emotional distance when their their trauma is making itself known i think i think that was really really wonderful actually yeah um i do think um all, all that aside i think it was still really enjoyable i i i loved hearing about scarlet's love for her two mums i i love like i think in drag race there's such a focus on a kind of gay men's experience that it's so lovely to hear about gay women yes absolutely absolutely yeah yeah yeah. um and raja her her experience as as a young black femme boy in a conservative christian household was so important to hear about as well so lots of really like important messages and moments Mm. i think our main critique is just a little less natural wasn't it than the previous group what's your relationship like with your mom Right. Love her to bits. Great. Was a... <laughs> She's fabulous. I love her. That was he? A... And my sister. They're both amazing
0: i've said it before i think i even said in this podcast already that my mm-hmm. relationship with my mom is very different because it's just cultural mm-hmm. the way that me and my mom talk i mean it's changing now because my mom was brought up in samoa mm-hmm. so when she moved to new zealand she brought samoa mentality with yeah. her and because i growing up in new zealand was hard because at home i lived in samoa but then when i went to school yeah. I lived in New Zealand and I kind of had to find this balance with how to live in New Zealand um, and some more. And I had to know when to turn off hmm. each part. So I had to be different. Like, yeah, so I had to like really, really draw the lines the way that people talk to their moms and they have conversations and how is your day and this, this mm-hmm. and that and what's your favourite colour? They, they talk about dinner plans. That's not the conversation I have with my mom. The it's conversation that right? I have with my mom is my mom telling me, have you done this? Have you done that?
1: Or when can you do this? It's very, it's, a, it's it's not an intimate personable. I think a good example of like that highlights that difference is, you know, when I and my sister make a little joke at our mother and just like tease her about something you think that's absolutely abhorrent and just unheard of i i can't so it's something and I don't, that we do with love and it's, it's a way that we call it what you like but if, if i spoke
0: to my mom the way you speak to yours i would be dodging frying pans <laughs> i'll be dodging a car i'll be dodging fists <laughs> no, i'm not lying that you just don't talk to your mother like that in my in my culture so it's, it's a very it's a, it's a very a it's different, a very different yeah. yeah okay let's go to the next girls Last team is the team we were talking about, Body, and that's Pendora Box, Jan, and Ginger. Mm -hmm. I just want to start by saying Jan, if you say Jan-to-see one more time, (laughs) girl, Uh, drop it. Okay, let's discuss. Let me go first, mm because I let you go first last time. Oh, okay. tip I um, I don't know how I... I liked, I think... I mean, yeah. What did you think?
1: <laughs> glad you had such like well-formed thoughts to lead yeah. off with there. I think um, again, if I'm I can't compa- put I can't put them into words. If I'm comparing them to the first group again, the chemistry was slightly lacking. Yeah. Um, but again, like all three girls had like valid points to make, and I was glad to hear that. Again, it had a slightly more rehearsed quality than Akira, Trinity, and Eureka. Yeah. Um, I think Ginger was very like I liked Ginger in this. She was very presently at the beginning. Like she was hosting the Ginger show. Um, but it ended up working and, you know, it was it was interesting to hear about and it obviously sad to hear about the abuse that she's got online and people slide into her DMs comment on her appearance and stuff in a negative way. But um, you know, she she told us a bit about A medical experience, the traumatic medical experience she had when she was younger to add a bit of context. And I just hope people take something away from that and they'll just think, like, be kind before you make negative comments like that. I noticed Pandora didn't really come into it until about halfway through. Um, I don't know if they'll hold that against her. When she did, she was very jokes, jokes, jokes. Pandora made me laugh. Whether that's a way of deflecting away from genuine vulnerability which mm. I think is the point of this challenge. I think the point of this challenge is, I mean, it's a little bit exploitative, really, but I think the point of this challenge is like, you know, show your shop your shoft, your shoft center. Show sure your shoft center. <laughs> Sean Connery's ah. in the building. Show sure your shoft center. Um, so I think it's more about that. And Pandora shied away from that a little. I think she made some very good points about ageism, uh, which nobody else spoke about, uh, but she kind of joked about it. And I didn't feel like we got to the core of what she feels about that. Yeah. Jan, I don't feel had much to contribute in this one. When you look, the, the thing here that takes, that
0: confuses my mind is first mm-hmm. of all, the girls. And I'm not one to look at clothing. Mm-hmm. That's your thing. But I just felt like Jan was a guest star. On Ginger and Pandora's show because Jan looked completely different mm-hmm. to the other two and she almost carried a different energy ish. I, I
1: it's did, more she, performative. It's more performative. Well, so
0: the, the thing is, like Jan, Jan the didn't fit Well, the, the clothing didn't fit and the, there was no cohesive look. So I, the, the completely
1: look, I agree. And I think you make a very good point. Yeah.
0: The, the look took me out of an illusion of connectedness immediately. It's a dance body suit that she's wearing. It's yeah, not something to wear yeah, You're to not looking for that your shirt. life right then in there, Jan. Okay. Yeah. So that was it. The, the next thing is that I felt that um they had different energies. Each and every one of them had different mm-hmm. energies Ginger was very camp hostess hey yeah. and she in everything would have been okay if they were all on that same level mm-hmm. we look at the first one with Eureka they were all natural and you know giddy giddy I just it was conversational and it worked because they were all on that same wavelength if, if one person went campy and the others were too conversational mm-hmm. it would look like team two where yes. Scarlett was the campy and like over rehearsed one and uh-huh. the other two were trying to actually keep it very conversational mm-hmm. but Scarlett just had this constant look. Now the same is happening here with Ginger. Ginger's very hostess, like Pandora. At times seemed absent, and Jan was just trying to give energy everywhere and any time that yeah. she could, even when it didn't. Yeah, there wasn't. It was three great people. Yeah, that on their own, but as yeah, a group, it just right. the the it just didn't make sense to me, and yeah. I I kept going. Oh, okay. Uh, all right yeah cool Mm -hmm. i felt like ginger was trying really hard to keep the group going and i think she felt like the energy wasn't up to her standards so she maybe at times overcompensated
1: Mm -hmm. to try to get everything uh, going good i think she cared a bit too much this matters a lot to ginger because ginger's got something to prove this episode
0: i felt like we only scraped the surface of pandora
1: yes but i think that's what pandora wanted pandora said from the outset i'm not comfortable talking about this Mm. so she used jokes to deflect that's a defense mechanism that's why pandora is such a funny person she's a vulnerable introverted person who deflects criticism or anticipated criticism with humor that that's pandora all over and that's why we love her because she's hilarious But I would really, Pandora's had some dark times. I remember her talking in season two about how she struggled with, obviously it wasn't that relevant to this topic, but she struggled with her sexuality to the point where she contemplated, she attempted suicide. I mean, that is so tragic and so dark. Mm. Um, And maybe that would have, I don't know what this challenge called for was vulnerability in a way that entertained. So that probably wouldn't have been like the right tone to hit. But I think I agree with you. This group kind of skimmed over things. There's a superficiality. Yeah. Um, And I I really think you make a really good point about them almost feeling like they're (laughs) each in their own little silo without connecting that well. Kind of like a a Zoom call. (laughs) You you know, Zoom call. (laughs) That's what it felt like
0: that. Yeah. And... Yeah, I just uh, So
1: before we go through to the, the runway and the judging, what I'd like you to do, and I'll see if I agree with you, is can you mention a top and a bottom from each group?
0: Absolutely. The the yeah. the first the team who talked about sex, they're number one by far. By far. And they set such a good standard yeah. that we actually we try to come we expected that kind of naturalness to flow mm-hmm. through the others but everyone's allowed their own style so we can't say it because it was not natural but that's not the reason why I didn't rate I didn't the they others hit the as brief, well the best. yeah they didn't they just didn't they didn't it just wasn't as it wasn't natural mhm yeah
1: so I'd, I'd say number 2 would be what, what I'd actually like is for you to name your favorite and your least favorite from each group if you can um my favorite from group one was Akiria. Yep. My favorite from group two
0: was, I'd say, Raja. My favorite okay. from group three would
1: be, I think, Ginger. Yeah, I'm mostly in agreement. I'm going to go for Kylie for group two because I, I really love that very sincere moment where she reached out to Raja. I really like okay. that. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Let's see if the runways make a difference. Mm-hmm. And the runway is the clash of the patterns. Not pageants, as we originally not, not heard. Not the pageants that Tom thought... It's patterns. What can I say? And then Tom went on a spiel about RuPaul having a speech impediment.
1: (laughs) Why did you come for her like that? Rude jokes about having a speech impediment. I've never really detected. But this is the first time I thought like, has she? So it's the clash
0: of the patterns. And the first that we have, Miss Trinity K. Bonet. I think she looks like, there's so many references I see. I see Mm -hmm. Zatu, the Pokemon. Yeah. And Drag. Mm -hmm. I see Rafiki. And the makeup. And I also see a Wakanda warrior inspired and in a lovely
1: African print. What did you see? Absolutely. She looks absolutely stunning. It's a very kind of like, uh, I get like like North African, Middle Eastern vibes from the print. So it gives me quite Zahir Murad vibes. But also I get the Wakanda reference as well. I think she looks really, really stunning in this kind of like two piece and showing her natural hair as well. Love it. Yes, that was a good touch. Yeah, yeah, and the makeup's so bold. This is a really, really
0: good, good. look. A two? Yep. Two. Now, Eureka. Now, first of all, I want to say this. As I was watching this next segment, I was thinking, actually, I think Eureka did... Wow, I'm just burping my life away. I think, <laughs> Gosh, Eureka, I think Eureka did the best. And I, I want to quickly say that before we see the overall results. Eureka really monitored herself. She really controlled herself. She really moderated herself. And she also was a very good at segueing between each of them, keeping mm-hmm. it light. I think she helped keep create that relaxed energy. And I thought she was really natural good, bantering off them. And I was thinking about it more and more. And I was like, actually, I think that Eureka, Eureka
1: had control of the whole. Eureka was throat- very, very good. I-, I think Eureka has been... Keeping herself in check quite a lot, from what I can tell, this season. But it like in a more positive way than poor Silky. Mm. Silky was like dimming her light, whereas Eureka's just just kind of like turned down the brightness, just a little touch, so that people can. St- the brightness you know so i yeah so my,
0: i want to say that eureka to me did the best in their table now okay. going on to what she wore i think she looks like electra's look do you remember electra's look very much that's that she what I did in down well. under i thought she did that her tie look but well, this is the look done right
1: this, this is it's very like upcycling like something you'd see on etsy yeah or something. absolutely in, in a good way in a good way this is like like an elevated dress made of like what can we say? It's made of ties. I mean, Looks like it's made of ties. Exactly. It's it's
0: uh, like many of the other dresses. It's delightfully busy. I mean, um, that's the point of this runway. I isn't I mean, it? it's fruit wine. What's not to like? <laughs> mm. It think- fits the category. There's every pattern you can think of, and it clashes. Which I mean, mission accomplished.
1: It, it's. I think it's cool because it's got like this kind of like yeah, upcycling fashion feel to it. Yeah. Toot for me? Toot. So it's really pretty. Akira Davenport? Um, I like this because it was more conceptual than a lot of the others. So akira didn't go for like, I'm going to wear lots of clashing prints. She went, right, my concept here is like a dressmaker's pattern. So that's what I'm going to wear down the runway. So it was reminiscent of those Galliano for Dior uh, runways that, you know, uh, Valentina and uh, Nikki Doll reference. Those kind of like half-made mm-hmm. mannequin. looks um and the hair that was made of of tape measures was really cool and i know moschino have done tape measure dresses on the runway um so overall i really like this because she took it a different direction so i really like so you and she looked pretty you applaud her creativity i applaud her creativity and her beauty i think that
0: she is absolutely stunning Mm -hmm. i think that she could be a mortal Kombat kind of character Especially with their hair. If Mortal Kombat had a mannequin that came to life. I I like that she's carrying that pincushion Because you know when you do sewing class in school The first thing you mm. make is a pincushion And then that evolves into making <laughs> a pillowcase And then <laughs> and then you think you can make a dress <laughs> And then I'm like I am ready to make a dress But no, not happening I do like this look mm. Where are the clashing patterns? No, is... but that's the
1: thing She didn't go for that concept It's a dressmaker's okay. pattern okay. That was her take on it
0: okay. Don't need to hit things, Tom Thank I, you I think you
1: did actually No, Tom, that
0: was you Thank you very much I don't make mistakes <laughs> Tom, it's not what I do. <laughs> of course, you
1: don't. Uh, let's give it a toot because it's it's innovative and it's creative. Yes. Next up, we got Raja. Raja looks gorgeous coming down the runway in these kind of like clashing African prints. she give me very um, Levy by CK vibes. Yeah. Um, really, really beautiful. You she, she looks get... like kind of like Grace Jones uh, uh, dressed in in gorgeous African prints. I love That's it. That's exactly what
0: it is. Say yeah. no more. Definite toot for me uh kylie again kylie's outfit it's is like there's a lot of butterflies on her all over her and yeah. i just feel like aja feels really attacked right now <laughs> aja is it is, no who is it no, asia, it's O'Hara. asia asia o'hara feels very attacked imagine gifting this to asia could you imagine they're like gorgeous kind of
1: like leopard one survives <laughs> ooh, 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 look <laughs> she's really really pretty for me like Again, like, I feel like Kylie's eternal point of reference is kind of like early noughties, kind of like Britney and Christina. Britney wore those like little trilby hats around that year, didn't she? she? It's a very Britney thing. It's very Mariah Um, Carey Butterfly, the album. Yeah, Yeah. very kind of like Heather meets Dolching Gabbana with all this leopard print. Do you like the look? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the most elevated look on the runway, but Kylie looks beautiful because she always looks beautiful. But was she looking beautiful tonight? She was looking beautiful tonight. That's all we need
0: to know. So that's it too. Okay, Scarlett. Now I love Scarlett's face. The look for me is very old-fashioned. Now I don't know what era it is, but Should it's like the like Step Forward 40s, Wives era. Forties or fifties. Is it forties
1: fifties? The hair is very satin-waved and. Waved and- Um, She'd give me kind of like 40s or 50s Americana because it's got like this patchwork quilt quality to it. But she mentions quite, you know, there's this lovely touch how it's made up of uh, love letters between her grandparents. So that's really gorgeous and very personal. Um, I I think she looks super duper pretty. And again, it's a very flattering, lovely kind of like floor length gown. I I like like the kind of like earthy quality. She looks like kind of like, like the prettiest girl at the dance on the prairie or something. Okay, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes. In the forties or fifties. Yep, yeah, I can okay. see her with what do you call those little um
0: little mini umbrella thingies, but not really umbrellas, like in a
1: cocktail. Yeah, what do you
0: call those? Parasol. Yeah. I, I, I can see her with a parasol and a a cold. But no, mimosa with ice. God knows. I don't know what, I don't what, know what they, they drink I there. Think, I
1: think they just drank um, Gin rickies or something down there sure, back then. Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, compared to the others, it is a bit bland for me. It's for less, me, it's less, of it's colour. It's busy and vivid, but, yeah. but I love the concept. And I actually like the understated quality. So okay, like, maybe, kind of maybe like that's what she's going for. Rita Hayworth or somebody. has got Absolutely, like that's what I Now, you like it. Okay.
0: Jan, what about Jan? Now, Jan, for me, I don't...
1: The patterns, for me, weren't really there. So for me, actually, and I'm I'm going to be a bit mean now, it wasn't super duper successful, this one. Um, And for me, it's because I feel like she's a point of reference for this is kind of like basic Instagram girl. That sounds mean, but I probably mean to be mean. Um, she reminds me of like Tana Mongeau or somebody or Nikita Dragon or somebody whose whole thing is about like being sort of like superficial and like oh look at my fashion look at me and I've just been to the mall and I'm going to do my YouTube video about my haul I can see that yeah I didn't see feels like the point of reference and I just I, I don't like buy into that culture like I'm morbidly fascinated by it but I don't buy into it but what do you think about? But, I don't think it's that cute, actually. I don't think it flatters her that much.
0: Ooh, okay. I just think there's no patterns. I think it's a cute dress that
1: every girl is wearing. Let's be honest. That's what I mean. It's, it's like very, it's so it's like generic girl. and yeah. like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Instagram and yeah. like show off my haul.
0: I just don't think that it fits or snap the brief or that much. So I think we both give it a whichever boot.
1: the kids use nowadays. It's
0: a boot. It's a boot. Yeah, it's a boot. Now, junja has got my favorite look, and the reason why it's my really? favorite, because, look, it's a gay acid trip, a gay uh, safari, it's what yeah. you'll see in gay Viridian Forest and Pokemon, <laughs> if it became LGBTQ yeah. friendly. I love the colors, and the patterns just aren't clashing, they're at war. It, <laughs> I, they yeah. are they're at war and, it's, and the colors you know me there's a and battle colors, going on i here. love the colors it's just it's
1: just fabulous for me it's like uh catherine hepburn african queen but takes some lsd yeah 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 i agree with you there's like this acid trip quality to it i but love like, it but like a classic safari silhouette so like Really, really cute. She had a character. She had her little butterfly net. It was cute. I yeah. love it, love it, love it. Now Pandora
0: is giving me Tim Burden Beetlejuice in the top and the bottom. And in the middle, like she said, Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. But yeah. the hair is very like
1: um I wanna say Rita Hayworth. Yeah, whenever I see kind of like done retro red hair, like that, it gives me Rita Hayworth. Yeah. Like I, she mentioned the Tim Burton reference. My Im- immediate impression was a bit like Pizarro from Gem and the Holograms because she's got like this like neon zebra thing going on and she wore lots of like zebra with like an acid color. Um, so yeah, she's a bit Tim Burton, a bit Pizarro from Gem and the Holograms. Overall, like, I like it. Like, it's, it's it's like a more kind of, like, elevated floor-length gown take okay. on those themes. So, I think it looks pretty. All the looks are here. Who are the tops? And if you can, name your winner. And who are the bottoms? I think the ones who did the, like, theme most classically and successfully were probably Raja, Trinity, and, and Eureka. But I really like Akira's out-of-the-box interpretation. And Ginger. Yeah, ginger was good. You like ginger more than I did. Okay, cool. For me, this is gonna be hard because these girls have broader. They're really hard. They now, the gorgeous. winners for
0: me have to come from the first team. So it's either Eureka, uh, so the Eureka Trinity or
1: Acuria. If I, I look at that, look there, the winner for me this week is Eureka. I think this could be Acuria's week. Uh, they love a bounce back. Yeah. From the bottom. Okay. Akira was fabulous in the challenge, and I love her conceptual take on the theme. Great. Akira would be, uh, sorry, Eureka would be very worthy as well. Cool. I agree with that. Um, is there anybody else? Who are uh, your bottoms? Who are my bottoms? Jan. I think Scarlet's going to be in the bottom. I'll be
0: honest. I think Scarlet and Jan. Scarlet, Jan, Pandora.
1: Pandora could be. Yeah, Yeah. but it pains me. Um yeah, that's it really.
0: Should we have a look? That's it? Yeah, have a look? Okay. Let's get to it. The winning group was Eureka, Trinity, and Icaria. However, the win was given to another queen,
1: who I feel is rightly deserved. That's Ginger Midge. Her first win for the season! Congratulations, Ginger did a fab job, and it's also nice to see Ginger stepping into a win where we kind of felt like she 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 should be winning by now, knowing her reputation, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm happy about that. Good for Ginger. Yeah, I'm, it, not too, I'm not too mad about it. It's nice to see our favoured group get recognition as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Now, the bottom two was a Scarlet Envy and Jan. Bottom
1: three. Oh, who was the other? Scarlett oh, Jan and, and, so, and uh, Kylie. Kylie. Now, oh, gosh. It's a toughie <sighs> this week because I don't think anybody, like, super-duper floundered. Nobody was crap, as it has been, like, so often in All-Star 6, actually. We've had very few, like, dire performances. It It, it really does come down to, like, splitting hairs and, like... <laughs> No, no,
0: because the things that they said about Jan and Scarlett is is exactly what I said. Jan is just just too much and doesn't know who she is and is too much of a people pleaser. And Scarlett was a bit performative And Scarlett's too performative and that's exactly what they said. So I agree with the bottom placements and if I had to choose out of them two, I would have chose, unfortunately, it would have had to be Scarlett
1: because Jan's got to win so you can't really send her home it feels like as well we both seem to be in agreement that Kylie was kind of the one you could kind of exclude from the bottom yeah she like I I really liked her moment of genuine warmth that she gave
0: also I like what she said I came here to win I've been I've been trying to get back for so so long I need to be here I don't want to be here just because not for tokenistic reasons exactly I want to be here because I I deserve to be here and you know what I was thinking when they're giving them critiques about their dresses none of them make the besides Raja. So are they mm. sitting there and they're critiquing the hell out of the outfits? Are they going, are they taking it personally or are they going, I'm not hiring that designer again. Oh, I should have listened to the other guy who lot, told me he recommended of, another one because this design well, did
1: not get it right. A lot of time it is actually it reflects their taste because they thought that was a good thing to bring into the show and all, also they, they often collaborate with the designer on the design. True. It's the designer who makes it or finesses it. Um, And you know, I've just got such a soft spot for Scarlett Envy mm. that I hate to see her in this position. Well, but you're right. Jan's got the win. Yeah. But, but also this is this is Scarlett's first time in the bottom. Hmm. She's been super safe. Okay, So the lip
0: sync is Ginger midge. The lip sync assassin this week is not being Kadaria although she did make an appearance
1: <laughs> we, were, we were very like what's going on I was here? like She's what is she going to do she, I, What would she do tell jokes It's I mean, like she, girl dance dance she, monkey Dance <laughs> She technically did that like you know when they do like a weird top 3 lip sync That doesn't mean anything And
0: then we had the actual lip sync assassin being Mayhem Miller You know I am the queen Queen, queen, of, the party! queen of the party And I thought that Them two gave a very good performance performance it was campy it was funny it was silly it was stupid and
1: i, was, I enjoyed it it I was just fun i was hoping ginger in particular before we found out mayhem was the assassin would be given a fun campy song that she could perform to and do you know what she performed the hell out of it she really like she was the character in that song, looking for her phone, doing all these funny things. Mayhem was fab as well. She really was good and really high energy and performative. But like Ginger, for me, was like an actress. Okay. In it, and I really enjoyed her. This is the first time. I, I don't know. She was great, and you think we think we're alone now in her season, but like. This is the first time I've been impressed, super impressed by a ginger lip sync.
0: Really? Yeah, that was impressive to you. I mean, it was I good, it. but it wasn't like I'm impressed. It was like you did the you did a safe job. You got the win. I think it could have gone either way. To be honest, I think it, I, I think um, Mayhem Miller was really fun and really campy as
1: well. I thought she she brought great energy. Oh, I mean, it just Mayhem depends on what they're after. Is she reminded Ginger reminded me of like Bandla Cram's lip sync performances in All Stars Three. Mm. Okay, well, the
0: winner was, and rightfully you say so, as Jen. Just George congratulations Gmail. to the double win, She gets all of the moolah.
1: Now it was sweet that she split it with her teammates. Oh, that's right, she well, did you know, She, she, she actually split the money with
0: her um her teammates. And I'm just like, you know what? You know when you get a really bad email from someone, and the best thing to do <laughs> is to not reply straight away. It's to go for yeah. a walk Wait, and goes. then come yeah. back and then write it. Um, I think that she she should have just calmed that hell down because she's gonna regret it. Because like, I want to give money, you get a car, you get a car, you get two thousand five hundred.
1: Like, no, like, calm down. I know you're happy, you're gonna win, but there was no need to do that, girl. She 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 split a sixth of it between them, and it was it was a three week rollover.
0: And her lipstick that she chose was scarlet. So we have seen scarlet go. And you know what? I've I saw. I know what a I know what a heartbreak looks like. I saw Scarlet hat break. Really dead. Um, it was sad to see it was it was really can't sad you but you know what? what I was really happy at the same time because I know that there's a game within a game within a riddle within a maze within the matrix within we know the this but they don't it. know that yeah. yet do they so she's
1: gonna find out soon and she's gonna be happy and rejoice I, rejoice I can't wait to find out what that is I reckon once they've got six girls gone we'll find out okay yeah. well that's it for this week
0: everyone thank you for listening to put in the T podcast You'll see, we'll see more of her later don't worry make sure to follow us on the Instagram and the Twitter and write us a review if you like either on the platform you're listening to us now or you can go on podchaser.com have I missed anything out Dr. Tom? I don't think so you've been very professional thank you, professional professional join us next week thank you very much this is Bolo and Dr. Tom see you later lots of love guys see you soon